whatever it takes I know I can make it through A Degrassi podcast With Kelsey and Holland too I know I can make it through and welcome to Whatever It Takes, a podcast about Degrassi, the next generation. I'm Kelsey. And I'm Holland. And today we're talking about season eight, episode five, Man with Two Hearts. And Kelsey, will you please read us the Degrassi wiki summary? Peter begins a relationship with Mia and a friendship with Riley. Finding a balance between the two gets confusing, especially when Riley is kissing Peter. (laughs) Claire challenges her parents on their don't ask, don't tell views on sex. I mean, uh, I ish. guess. Kind of. More like Allie steals Spike's vibrator and they're confused about what it is. And, uh, and then Claire's mom finds out about it. And the whole school finds out about it. Pretty much. Um, I don't can know. You tell sure. us about the song. Um, the song is called Man With Two Hearts, which is a 1985 song by Men At Work. Um, literally have never heard of it before. Me neither, but I've heard of Men At Work. Yeah. Um, but I guess it kind of works, because Riley is, like, like, presenting one persona to the world when his heart really lies somewhere else, I guess. Sure. I think it actually maybe makes more sense than some of the other ones have been lately. Peter is dating Mia, but he also wants to be friends with Riley. Also, he has love for both of them in different ways. Because it's for some reason Peter is like a decent person in this episode. (laughs) You know, once in a while he'll have his moments where he does not suck. Yeah, but mostly he sucks. Oh, he's terrible. Um, yeah. So the episode starts with Riley and Peter are like running around in the ravine, and it's for is it for PE or is it before school? Is it for cross country? It's for something, and I'm, I'm like, this is does not sound safe. I thought it was for a sport, um, but then when they're back at the school after Peter runs and trips and falls, and Riley helps him or whatever. Riley's like, you should try out for cross country. So I guess it's just for PE. But I don't, like, I, don't get me wrong, I didn't go to gym class often. But when I did go to gym class, like, we would run the mile, but we'd, like, run on the track. We never ran through the fucking woods. That's dangerous. Like, you could trip over, like, trees and twigs and shit. Like, why would, I don't understand. Case in point, Peter. I don't understand. Yeah, Peter falls down during this weird running in the ravine scene. I don't know. Whatever. Also, since when does Degrassi have cross country? I mean, they, they like put a spotlight on a sport like once every couple episodes that never shows up again. We know this. Um, so then after P.E., Riley is like, you should come like try out for cross country. And Peter's like, oh, I don't know. I'm not into the whole sports thing. And... He's like, you should still do it. So what I say? Peter, the sports would not have you. Yeah. And then does Mia come over? Yeah. Mia's like, Peter, why aren't we hanging out right now? And Peter's like, oh, I don't know. Later. Bye. Yeah. And Riley's like, why aren't you with the hot model? And Peter's like, I'm still like sad about Darcy. And I'm like, 
You're already like kind of dating yeah, her. You already like went to her and you called her out of class one time and you like confessed your feelings and you're like, I really want to try this. Like, fuck you, Peter, you wishy washy douchebag. Yeah, it's weird. Um, but then the next scene, we're in class, in science class, and like they need to like pair up for a partner project and Peter's like, Hey Danny, you wanna be partners? And he's like, Eh, well, I don't, he dismisses him in some way. And then he's like, I'm already going to be partners with my wide receiver. And he's partners with Jane, which is adorable. I loved that. I loved him calling her his wide receiver. I don't know. It just like, I was like, yes. And then brought he me asked joy. Derek and Derek's like, I'm partnering with Moose. And because I'm like, of course duo he is. From hell. They're the worst people. Also, where the fuck is Johnny DeMarco? I mean, maybe he's just not in that class. Yeah, I know, but I feel like we haven't seen him for episodes, but we can't get rid of Moose and his <laughs> luscious hair. <laughs> I don't know. He'll probably come back soon. Um, I know he's got a storyline coming up. Um, and then, so then Peter and Riley become partners, and Peter's like, we're totally going to fail. Ha ha. And yeah, the joke is that they're both dumb. Also, I just wrote down, Riley, you can do better than Peter. Because so we can kind of, better. I mean, we. Like, I remember it's a rewatch. I remember. Yeah, I remembered that Riley was gay. I didn't remember this episode in particular, but I remembered that Riley was gay. And I was like, Riley. I see you hitting on Peter and you can do better. Like I see you crushing on this dumb, dumb boy. And we've all been there, man. We've all crushed on someone dumb (laughs) and pretty, but he's trash and you're so hot and you can date nice boys. Yeah. Peter's disgusting. Why? Um, But then we are in with the younger people with Claire and company and it's like Claire, Casey, Allie, and Connor are working on like some robot thing for media immersion, which I was confused about. I think, I mean, it's, they're saying media immersion, but I think it's like a robotics competition since they're in like that specialty class. Oh, yeah. I always forget about the special class. Um, I think it's so, just yeah. so that they don't have to introduce us to other <laughs> grade seven or grade nines so yeah. early or whatever. Um, and then. Allie is going on about, like, you can tell everything about a guy from what cut, from his underwear. Like, what cut, do you wear boxers or briefs or whatever? And I just, I don't know where this came from, like, how this came up. Or Allie is just being Allie. I Allie's don't know. just being Allie. Allie is overcompensating for her, like, shelteredness. Basically. And then she like really, really wants them to work on their project at Mr. Simpson's house because that's where Connor lives. Oh, wait. But first, when she asks Casey about his underwear, Claire like basically gives herself like an electric shock (laughs) and like shorts out the machine because she like doesn't know how to deal with anything. Um, And then like Allie calls calls her her a prude. prude. Yeah. And then Allie's like, Connor, let's work at your house. And he's like, but we always work at Claire's. And she's like, yeah. No, let's work at your house. And he's not comfortable with it. Um, and I just, I'm like, why does she want to go to his house so badly? I don't understand. And she has like a weird fascination with going to a teacher's house, which I cannot relate to in the slightest. Yeah, that would never have occurred to me. Like, I wouldn't have been like, oh, man, going to the teacher's house. Like, no, nah. I don't know. Um... But then, I don't know. I just wrote down Mia is very codependent. 
but I don't really remember what happens. She's like asking Peter if they can hang out after school or if he can walk her home. And she's like getting all pissy because he's like, I'm hanging out with the guys. And I'm like, Mia, Peter has no friends. Let him have this. <laughs> like he has zero friends. Well, but actually, also- I think this the first this is the first time where he's like, oh, yeah, he's like, oh, wait, I have to like work on this project with Riley. But you oh, should yeah, hang out it. with us. Yeah. And she's like pissy about it. But. But she's still like, okay. She was like, she's like, my shoot got canceled. So I'm free all week now. But I'm like, Mia, you have a child. Like, I get that your mother is like helping out and taking over so that you can model and like be a teenager and whatever. But I mean, maybe like take advantage of the random free time to go spend time with, with your, your child. child. Yeah, I don't know. Um, but then we're at Mr. Simpson's house and they're doing robot things. And Allie is like, let's go upstairs and explore. And Claire's uncomfortable. And it's, it's under it's the a guise. different of, house. It oh, is, yeah, they're looking for the bathroom. It's under the guise of going to the bathroom. But it's, yeah, I mean, I don't know if the downstairs is different, but the upstairs is definitely different. Yes. And then they, like, Allie, like, goes into their bedroom and Claire, like, you know this is not where the bathroom is. And then Allie starts snooping and finds, like, a vibrator still in its package under the bed that has nothing else under the bed. Yeah. <laughs> I'm confused by this. I'm confused by why it's still in the packaging. Uh, like, I feel like it was like a gag gift. Yeah. That they know? just like threw under there. Yeah. Because if this was like an actual thing that she used, it wouldn't be in the packaging and it would be like hidden somewhere. It yeah. Wouldn't it wouldn't be, be like just thrown like under thrown the bed. under the bed. Um, and then Spike comes in and I guess they like, like, really quick put the vibrator, like, behind their backs or in someone's bag or something. Like, I don't remember them taking it with them, but apparently they did. I assumed that they threw it under the bed until yeah. later. And then Spike is like, what are you guys doing? Like, what dirty secrets did you find of Mr. Simpson's? Like, I was 14 once. And I'm like, I don't understand this fascination. <laughs> How is this relatable? It's not. This is never a thing that would have occurred to me. Like, there's never been a time in my life where I'm like, you know what I want to see? <laughs> my teacher's house. I want to see my teacher's room. Like, no. no I don't, I don't care. care. I don't care about that. That does not it. interest me. I'm not a child. I don't think my teacher lives at the school. <laughs> I don't give a singular fuck about this. Um, can we have a brief moment for fashion police? Yeah, I did not take a lot, but Spike's hair is crazy. I'm kind of living for it though. <laughs> like it's bonkers. It's, it's, it's full blown. It's full blown bananas and I'm into it's it. It's like, she's got like long bangs, like very PC hair. It's like blonde on the top, but like red in parts. But like fire engine red on the bottom. It's like, I don't get it. I'm extremely here for it. It's it is not good. It is weird as hell. But I feel like it's like Spike getting like back to her roots. So I support her. I guess so. I really did not take a lot of notes. The only other note I took was like at one point, Peter's wearing like a black and gray striped polo that he has tucked into the front of his jeans and it looks really dorky. Um, Oh, and Mia wears like a weirdly fancy purple dress to school. That's all. That's literally all that I got. Yeah, no, I, I literally have nothing except there for Spike's hair. Um, I, Riley's, like, all gray, going to be an exercise man outfit is very yeah, hot. The thing, there wasn't a lot of fashion because it, it was, was like either, Peter. like, Peter and Riley, like, working out all the time, or it was Claire, who literally wears the same thing in every episode. And there was just, like, not a lot to work with. Nope. Um, 
All right. So then it's the next day and Peter's like hanging out with the guys and he's really amped about having like dude friends. And then this is when Mia's like, so can we hang out after school? Like yesterday didn't count. I don't want to be a third wheel. Or is this when he's like, I'm going to go eat lunch with the guys. And she's like, why don't we eat together? And he's like, I mean, we're not official though, right? Like, um, we can eat with other people. Right. Also, all right, so right before this, they oh, yeah, are I at wrote, the pool hall together, right. um, and they're clearly not working on their science project, and Mia looks pissed, and I've been Mia before, um, and they're just playing pool, and like Peter's winning, and Riley keeps trying to get him to stay longer. He's like, best of nine, which, like, that's too many goddamn games. Nine games of pool is too many games of pool. Like, more than two games of pool. I don't know. More. I don't like pool at all. So like more than one game of pool is too many games of pool for me. But like nine, Jesus. I do like pool, but yeah, no. Um, more than two is too many. And it's not like a fast game to play. No, unless you scratch early and then it's over. But that doesn't count. I don't. I don't get That's it. That's not a full game. Um. But yeah, so then the next day, she's like, oh, let's eat lunch. And he's like, oh, I was going to eat with the guys. And she's like, oh, but like, we didn't even really get to hang out yesterday. And he's like, I mean, we're not official. We can have lunch with other people. Which is so high school. And we can have lunch with other people. She's like, I don't understand. And she's like, I mean, it's like, I don't have, like, I don't really have guy friends. Like, I want to hang out with these guys. And she's like, meh. Yeah, I don't understand, like, Mia's whole, like, I need to be with you all the time because you're my boyfriend thing. It's because she's extremely codependent. <laughs> it's, like, just not a thing that I understand uh, in my life. I don't understand it, but it's very on char- in character for Mia. <laughs> That's true. Um, and then... Then we're in the bathroom with Claire and Allie. And Claire's and trying to give Allie the vibrator back. And they're fighting about it, and then she drops it on the floor. Well, the first they're like, I don't even know how it works. And then they, like, turn it on, and then they drop it on the floor. And Jane picks it up, and she opens the door. And I'm like, how does she not assume? Like, I mean, I feel like if I didn't know these people, and I opened, and I found a vibrator on the floor, and I opened the door, and two girls were in there looking ashamed, I would be like, I'm so sorry. Go back to your exploration. I don't know. I think Jane is like knows what's going. I think Jane just assumed what was going on was what was going on. Not like that Claire and Allie were like exploring some kind of sexual experience together because they're like little babies who like she probably heard them talking too. like, I don't know what it is. Like, what is this? She probably did hear them. (laughs) I mean, they're not like like they're young, but like I'm going to stop. I don't know. I mean, I did not. My brain didn't even go there until you just said it. Now I was like, oh, they don't have no idea. And Jane is like, there's nothing to be ashamed of with solo sex. And I'm like, oh, she's like Paige. She's like ushering them into womanhood. I love And is helping that. them not be ashamed of like masturbation. How nice. I loved that and so much. I, like- I think she was like, oh, honeys, you have no idea. Like you are so innocent. Let me at least put like impart a tiny bit of wisdom on you like carry on it was people keep saying that holly j is new page but i think jane is new page at least in some ways yeah like in this ushering the new the next generation yeah and in the like not really giving a shit about what other people think of her and 
you know, strong, independent woman, etc. I mean, Paige cares what people think of her, though. That's true. <laughs> and then, like, Jane leaves, and Allie is like, have you ever done that? And Claire's like, what? And then she, like, whispers in her ear, and she's like, oh, my God, no, why would I ever do that? And it's like, oh, Claire, you're so repressed. <laughs> um, And then... We're in the locker room. We're in, like, the weight room. I don't know. Riley and Peter are, like, like lifting weights or doing... I don't know what they're doing. And Peter's kind of, like, venting about Mia. And she's like, eh, we got in a fight. I'm, like, avoiding her. I don't know if I'm ready to, like, dive into that again. And Riley and then- <laughs> is like, but she's so hot. And I'm like, Riley, you're so try hard right now. She's like, yeah, but she's a super hot model. And it's like, oh, so much overcompensating is happening oh riley and then he talks about and he's like do you want to spar or something i don't know and then um, peter is like well i have like a gaming console at my house that we can do that with instead of actually hurting <laughs> each other's beautiful faces and then they go back to peter's apartment oh, well, no first peter and riley's like are you asking if like we should skip and peter was like yeah are you afraid and riley goes i was born to skip which i thought was a <laughs> hilarious line i thought it was so funny because it also has like the double meaning of like skipping Skipping, through yeah (laughs) like a meadow yeah (laughs) that's perfect um he was born to skip right and then they go to peter's house and they play like the wee boxing or whatever and they're talking about he's like "Eh, i can't believe you have that like i don't know peter's kind of complaining about his dad and we find out like that his dad is paying for that apartment because of course he is he's like hey, basically he pays for this place to like make sure i don't go to his house which is like sad but also like of course that's happening and then and then they like start like sparring for real because riley is like hey, let me teach you how to do this for reals and then there's actually like a lot of sexual tension that happens. I, I literally wrote, I was like, now kiss. Yeah. And then he does kiss Peter. And Peter's like, what, dude? And yeah. freaks Peter out. Peter doesn't handle it gracefully. No. But when um, does he ever? But then Riley, and then Riley like runs away. And, and I'm just like, Riley. poor Riley. I just, poor Riley. I feel, I feel for him. Yeah. He's trying to figure his shit out. And you know, he's, I feel like, I don't know. Maybe we'll, like, talk about it more towards the end or maybe when we talk about, like, his eventual coming out episode. Like, I'd like to, like, maybe do a comparison with, like, how he's handling it versus how Marco handled it. Very differently. Yeah. Because, like, Marco went full on into getting a beard for a year. Yeah. And also, but also Riley is, like, more, like, traditionally masculine, like, football player guy. Whereas Marco is a little bit more like, I'm an art purse arty guy who likes like edward gory and like making commercials bollywood yeah and he honestly was, like, they should have seen it from he a was mile more away. like sensitive arty boy which is like cute in its own way but i feel like riley has a lot more like traditional like masculinity issues like more so than marco like more like societal pressures when it comes to that kind of thing. That's totally but true. But I don't know. But also, it's, you know, like, it's crazy how much things change, like, between, what was this, 2008, 2009? Yeah. Versus when Marco came out? Like, 2003 Three? or four? Something like that. Yeah. But, like, the difference that, like, four or five years makes is huge. 
So he's yeah. also like coming out in a very different world than what Marco came out in. Yes. Like you like when he eventually does come out, I don't remember him coming out, but I don't really expect too much of an uproar. I think I, I expect know, more though. surprise. 2008 was still not the best time. Like that's when Prop 8 happened. That's true. Um although I am still convinced that that passed because it was confusing language. <laughs> Cuz yes on it meant no to gay marriage and I know a lot of people got confused with it um anyway that's a different that's not not on topic yeah i'd be Um, interested to see how like that goes and how that pans out and like the differences between the two because i mean it's definitely a different time than it was then but it's still like nothing compared to how it is now and i've like heard so much about next class and how they're dealing with like really like more specific issues Mm -hmm. of things that feel more relevant now like they don't really need a like a coming out storyline. Like yeah, like, a, I mean, maybe not just, like, coming out as gay or bi. Right. Like, coming out as trans, I feel like, is, like, a bigger... I think that actually happens that in, in Next Gen yeah, they in, do like, that a with, couple seasons. I think next season or this season. I can't remember when that person comes in. I don't know in, when they come. But I, I do remember that. But I feel like they are, like, dealing with more, like, nuanced issues in Next Class because it's so different than it was 10 years ago. Oh, yeah, totally. Oh, my God, this was almost 10 years ago still. That's yep. so weird to think about. I know. It, um, like, hurts me. Oh, my God. Um, But then the next day at school, Peter finds Mia and is, like, attacks her face and is, like, let's be official. Kiss, kiss, kiss. Like, uh, can a guy kiss his new girlfriend? Kiss, kiss, kiss. And it's, like, oh, God. He's, like, masculinity is so fragile. He needs to, like, prove to himself. He needs, like, to kiss a girl to get the boy off of him. It's ridiculous. Hashtag masculinity so fragile. <laughs> um, yeah, no, he's like overcompensating so hard. But Mia's like, yeah, great, we're official now. <laughs> Poor Mia. Um, like, oh, Mia. And then Mia, needs, Mia, for someone so beautiful, really could use some more like self esteem. Oh yeah. Um, but then we're in math class, and like Connor solves a problem, and Mr. Armstrong looks confused for some reason, and then. And then fucking Claire still has the goddamn vibrator in her bag and it goes, starts going off. And Mr. Armstrong is like, um, Claire, like, you know, my policy on phones, like he thinks the phone is ringing and she's like, I don't have a phone. And he like picks up her bag and he's like, then what is this? And he's like, oh no. Like why didn't (laughs) Armstrong is a smart guy. Why didn't he look in the bag first? Why did he just reach in blind and pull out, not like pull it out? And how did he not feel that in his hand and think, this is a cell phone? <laughs> I don't know. Cell phones were clunkier and more plastic back then. Yeah, but this is like a cylinder. No, fu- <laughs> like, I don't give a shit what kind of phone you had. Nothing is a cylinder. I, I don't was, know. Maybe never- he just saw a flash of purple and was like, this. And then he's like, oh, no. And then it was too late. <laughs> uh, but he, I, he would have felt it. This is unrealistic to me. <laughs> and then Allie is like, it's a robot. <laughs> Allie for our project. I love Allie. <laughs> Allie just tried her best. Yeah, She's like trying to save like, Claire. Um, this is not a robot. And then and he's like, "When do you think I was born?" And Allie goes, "I don't know. It depends on how old you are." <laughs> Which is a great line. I love Allie. Um, Allie is very much Allie. And then the next scene where I was, but I mean, can I just like I I just wrote oh my god with so many underlines because I that was mortifying. <laughs> I like wanted to crawl out of my own skin and like 
that's how I felt for Claire. It was terrible. It was so upsetting. Poor but Claire. But also, why are you just carrying it around in your school well, bag? What is she going to do? I guess she could have left it in her locker. But, like, then she'd, like, risk people, like, seeing her put that in her locker or open or her locker. Or hide it at home. It was the next day. That's true. <laughs> that's true. But she wanted to give it back to Allie. Uh, whatever. Because she didn't want it in her house. Because her mom would find Take it. Take the batteries out, girl. Oh, my God. Truly. <laughs> I think she thought she was safe. Connor kicked her bag. Oh, Connor. God damn it, Connor. Um, and the, But then we go to science class and they're science all doing their teacher. science projects. Can He's I so just, excited about science. I love him. He's like ready to go always. Every time he makes dumb jokes. <laughs> He's just, he's so cheerful. He is the happiest he loves man in Degrassi. He does. <laughs> he's the happiest man in Degrassi. Um, and then Riley and Peter like do their experiment and they like make a pickle glow and then Derek was like <laughs> Riley made Peter's pickle glow and everyone laughs and it's stupid it's so dumb um, but like of course it had to be a pickle like yeah. Danny and Jane got a fucking potato like but obviously Riley and Peter needed to get the pickle but I was also surprised that their project like worked and went off without a hitch. Me because too. We did not see them do any work. No. We see, we saw them play pool, ignore Mia, and play video games and get kissed and get awkward. Like when did they have time to finish this project? I don't I understand. No idea. I don't understand it either. Um, and I think that Peter like tries to talk to Riley, but Riley like runs away from him because he's embarrassed. Um, and but then we're with the Shep and Claire and Claire's mom. And I'm like, the Shep is like the least adequate person to deal with this situation. He should not be here. <laughs> and Claire's mother immediately goes off on him like this is your fault and your filthy school. And he's like, it's not yours, which I thought was funny. <laughs> and she's like, oh, I would never. Of course, it's not mine. And she's like mortified. And then Hilarious. Claire's like, it's mine. I bought it because she doesn't want to like admit that. She and Allie stole it from Spike and Snake. Which would be a hilarious confession. And then her mom is like scandalized. And, and Shep leaves and he's like, I'll leave you to this. And he, and he takes, takes the, the vibrator, vibrator with, with him. him. Which like, I don't think that merits confiscation. Yeah, I don't know. It's actually extremely gross that he took it. It's weird. It's really gross that he took it. I don't. Yeah, I don't. I just. I don't. It's not like it's I not illegal. Like it. It's not drugs. Like he did not need to confiscate it. He d took what he believes to be a young girl's vibrator. <laughs> I hate it. I'm so upset by this. Ugh, I don't like it. I hate it. Um, I hate Shep. Oh, he's the fucking worst. But then, but then we're it's lunchtime and. Peter and Mia are like eating together and then fucking Peter like spills the beans about Riley and I'm like this is not your secret to tell dude um but Mia is like and Peter's like eh, it's I don't know what happened it's weird and Mia is like well maybe it's not about you it's like about him and he doesn't know how to do anything or he's like figuring it out and I was like thank you Mia um but then he and Peter she Mia and Peter like kiss and Riley sees and I'm like oh no poor Riley poor Riley um and then we're at home with Claire and her mom and they're talking about the vibrator thing and Claire's like you're not protecting me by not talking about it which is a really good point. yeah and then her mom actually like is like all right like what do you like let's talk about this like what do you want to know and like 
they presumably have like an open and honest conversation about sex, which is I'm glad to know that this terrible mom is not as terrible. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then the next day, I think Peter tries talking to Riley again and he's like trying or no, he he comes up to Riley in the weight room. He's like, hey, man, yesterday it's cool. Like. You being gay, it's cool with me. Like, he's tr- he's fucking trying to be, like, accepting yeah. and, uh, and, like, supportive of Riley and his sexuality. He's doing his best, you know? I think Mia gave him some really good advice. Yeah. I think that she, you know, she came through. Um, and it, he's doing his best. And I'm like, you know what, Peter? Good for you. Yes. But then Riley, like, is like, oh, no, no, no. And he... He, like, goes into a rage and is like, I don't know what you're talking about. Like, nothing happened. Bleh. And does he, like, slam Peter? Yeah, he slams him into the locker yeah. and gets in his face because hashtag toxic masculinity. Oh, he's just has a lot of rage to work through. Um, and Peter's like, oh, no. And then the next day. Because also he could destroy Peter physically. Yeah. And then the next day, like, Claire shows up to school and is talking to Allie and about how, like, she and her mom actually talked, and Allie's like, oh, my God, my mom would never talk about that. And then Holly J comes over and is like, oh, I don't know what she says. Like, oh, she's like, what would Jesus say or something about the vibrator? And Claire is my goddamn hero. She says that masturbation is perfectly healthy, and maybe if you tried it sometime, you'd be nicer. Well, first she's like, that masturbation is normal, and there's nothing to be embarrassed about. Maybe if you tried it sometime, then you'd be – it's like something like that. But it's so – fucking amazing it's savage and i love it it's it is it's savage it's you know that um gif where it's like the guys after the rap battle and they always like superimpose someone's face over the last guy who runs through after like what that is what that is (laughs) i'll have to show you so you know what i'm talking about i'm still reeling from you pronouncing it gif but we'll move on from that (laughs) that is what the creator said it's supposed to be pronounced as he's wrong (laughs) but it's his thing but he's wrong. I'm sorry. I alternate, to be fair, because I usually forget which one is the right one. Um, anyway, then, and then we're in the hallway again, and, like, they're all, like, all the boys are talking about, like, trying out for cross country. But first, Moose and Derek have to, like, make some homophobic jokes to Riley for no reason because hashtag toxic masculinity. And then Peter comes over and is like, and you ready to do this? And then Riley, or he's like, do you have any advice for me? And Riley's like, run fast. He's like, okay, thanks, dude. And then Riley calls him the F word and is like, really, really overcompensating. And then Peter's like, but you're the one. And then Riley looks slightly panicked. And then Peter's like, who needs to watch out? And he's like yeah. looking out for him. And Riley, I feel like, recognizes that. Yeah, he gave him a look over his shoulder after. Because it's like, you know what? Nice save, like, Peter. Thanks, man. Peter has grown marginally. He really has. They're really trying to like make us try to forget all of the shit that he has done. They really want to make him a character him. that is good. Yes. Um, but yeah, and then that's the end of the episode. Um, we do have a YouTube comment. It is from <laughs> Renatus Blakeson, whatever, one year ago. Why does Degrassi try so hard to push Peter on us? It's because he's cute and they just want to make him a sympathetic character so they can keep him on the show. <laughs> Pretty much. Um, 
But yeah, so Spirit Squad Captain, I think I'm going to go with Claire. If yeah. only for that sweet burn on Holly J. I'm, and maybe a little bit Jane. I'm unfortunately going to go with Peter. Yeah. As much as it pains I me to do so. so too. I'm going with Peter. Um, Ship. I mean, I kind of want to go with Riley and Peter. I mean, I'm definitely going <laughs> Riley and Peter. They have way more chemistry than Peter and Mia. Seriously. Um, moral. Don't judge people for their sexual interests. Yeah, that's good. I think it, that covers both storylines. It does. It, it's perfect. <laughs> Nailed it. Um, all right. We got some grapevine. So we have some tweets. Um, our first tweet is from MC at Real MC. And said, I just found this in the Degrassi wiki article about the infamous Degrassi movie. So like the first one, the OG one. And it just says, this is Joey's last appearance with hair. <laughs> Which made Important me laugh a lot. information. And then we have uh, another one from Jennifer at Jen with one N. Uh, it says, FYI, Candy Bandits was made up by the Boycott the Calf rap- recap site from the 2000s. It's not canon. Thank you for the clarification. I still think Candy Bandits I is hilarious. <laughs> me too. It's really funny. The Candy Bandits. <laughs> oh, boy. Um... We also have a couple emails. Uh, the first one is from my cousin Carly. The subject line is experiencing serious FOMO over here. And she says, hey, ladies, since Allegra moved to New York, I'm feeling quite left out over here on the West Coast. So I came up with some fuck, Mary kills for you guys, because why not? So the first one is Johnny, DeMarco, Jay and Sean. This is going to be the easiest one in the world for me. Fuck Jay, Mary, Sean, kill Johnny, DeMarco. Hello. Okay. <laughs> this is really hard. <laughs> this is extremely hard for me. Holland's going to hate me so much. She's going to kill Sean. Mary J, fuck Johnny DeMarco, kill Sean. There's so much wrong with you. He's so dumb. I just don't care about him at all. I'm sorry. You don't care about Sean? I'm like, I low-key am convinced that Sean can't read. <laughs> <laughs> He's so pretty. He's such a sweetie pie. He's not my type at all. <laughs> well, yeah. we know what your type is. I'm sorry. Wait, oh, you're marrying Jay. He, okay. He's just extremely boring. Yeah, that's perfect because you can project all of your wants and <laughs> desires onto him. Don't you know? Why do we only talk about me having issues? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I'm not going to bring up my own issues. You can point them out to me if you want to. Just, I know I have plenty. I'm just saying we need to re-examine that <laughs> sentence that you just said. I was mostly joking. Were you, though? That is my entire, like, experience with men, but whatever. In that, I don't have a lot. <laughs> um, number two, Jimmy, Sav, and Spinner. Fuck Spinner, Mary, Jimmy, uh, kill Sav. Just because Sav yeah. to me, like, Sav is cute, but Sav to me is like a child. Yeah, I'm, I'll, I'm agreeing with you on that. He's a sticker book. Uh, <laughs> three, Jane, Manny, Mia, Mary, Manny. Fuck Jane, kill Mia. That was very easy for me. Same. That was super easy. Um, and then the last one. <laughs> Snake, that new principal, and Coach Armstrong. Mary Snake, fuck Co- Coach Armstrong, kill the chef forever and always. Yeah. I mean, I might switch Armstrong and Snake just because I, I, it hurts me to break up Spike and Snake. 
that's not applicable in these situations. Okay, like, all right. If you marry Jay, does that mean that you're breaking up him and Manny? Then? Well, he and Manny aren't together anymore. They'll be together later. But I, I'll. This can be in the brief time when Snake and Spike broke up for a second. Okay. <laughs> Um, and then she says, also, who names her cheer team the Power Squad? So dumb. I'm sure throughout the season I'll have some thoughts on that. Not to mention the fucking glittery uniforms they show in the theme song. That looks like something you could buy from Limited 2. Okay, that's it. I miss you guys. Carly, we miss you so much. And also, it does look like something from Limited 2. That's a good call. And impractical. Like, I feel like if you were catching that, you would, like, get scratched up. Yeah. Um... And then we have one more email from Kirsten, and she says, Okay, so I had a bit of an idea slash suggestion for your podcast in the future, because apparently I'm the authority when there are music video promos mentioned by the person in 803 for seasons 10 through 14. I think it'd be great if at the beginning of each of those seasons you watched them and did a prediction episode. They're made to kind of foreshadow what's happening in the upcoming season, and I think it'd be really cool if you guys covered them. So, yeah, maybe we can do that starting season 10, which is still two seasons away. Yeah, no, I would totally do that. We could do, like, minis. Yeah. Or just do it before the season premiere episode. Yeah. Or, like, on the season premiere episode. Yeah, we could do that. Um, but, yeah, but that's all of the grapevine that we have. So, if you wanted to be featured on the grapevine, you can tweet at us at DegrassiPod. We're on Instagram at DegrassiPod. You can email us, whatever it takes podcast at gmail.com. We're also on Tumblr, whatever it takes podcast.tumblr.com. Um, we're on SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, Spreaker, or I guess it's not called iTunes anymore. It's like Apple Podcasts, or we're like everywhere. I don't know. And if you're on iTunes slash Apple Podcast app thing, you should rate, review, and subscribe to us. And if you leave us a review, we will make up a Degrassi fan fiction about you on the spot. And you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Hollandtacular. And you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Kelsex with a Z at the end. Um, and Holland, what do you want to recommend? I'm actually going to recommend a movie. Um, I saw Spider-Man Homecoming last weekend, and I actually thought it was really great. So if you're into superhero movies, or even if you're not, I thought it was really great. And Tom Holland is a cutie pie, and I support him as Spider-Man. So that's what I'm recommending. Right on. Um, I'm going to recommend a podcast. I keep recommending podcasts, but I just recently got into, like, four really good ones. Um, It's called The Cryptid Keepers, C-R-Y-P-T-I-D, and they basically talk about, like, cryptozoology, and it's awesome. Cool. And it's got a good name. All righty. Well, that's that's it. all that we got for today. As always, thank you to Jay for our lovely theme song. Jay, you're awesome. And thank you to all of you for listening. Goodbye, Panthers. Bye, Panthers.